Bienvenidos y welcome to Siéntate y Hablemos, el show brought to you by El Centro at Elon University with your host Nico, Maggie y Gaby. Bienvenidos y welcome to our very first episode of Siéntate y Hablemos, El Centro's very brand new podcast. Here on the show, we will be discussing many different things such as Latinx slash Hispanic college life experience here at Elon, different topics around Latinx history, Latinidad, machismo culture, you know, just whatever's going on in the world regarding Latinx um, initiatives and things that are going on. On this podcast episode, we will be focusing on mostly what, how we feel about the term Latinx, how how Latinx is, is affecting our life and, and, and how we're accepting Latinx. Um, in this podcast, though, it is brought to you by El Centro. Uh, El Centro is in tied with the Creed, which is the Center for Race, Ethnicity, Diversity, Education here at Elon University. El Centro is a co-curricular program for faculty, staff, and students offering programs and events surrounding Latinx culture and Spanish language. You can come here to learn. We have conversation classes. You can also just come here to hang out, talk some Spanish. If you are a Latinx slash Hispanic student here at Elon, come over to come on down. You can come, even if you don't know how to speak uh, Spanish, it's fine. Everybody here, open, welcome, come through. Now, to introduce our hosts, to do our little introductions for our very first episode, with all the other stuff out the way. First things first, my name is Nico Gaspar. I am a junior this year majoring in communications design and minoring in digital art and photography. I am a student coordinator here at the Creed or El Cent- and El Centro. Um, and I use he, him pronouns. I'm gonna pass that over to my next host, Ms. Gabby Jimenez. Hello everyone. So yeah, my name is Gabby. I'm also a student coordinator here at El Centro. Um, I'm a senior here at Elon, majoring in political science. Um, and I use she, her pronouns, so yeah. I forgot, we forgot to introduce Valentina, but Valentina can introduce herself. <laughs> Valentina, go ahead with the introduction. Hi, my name is Valentina Chavarria. I am a first year student, uh, but my major is environmental and sustainability studies. And yeah, I'm here to research some stuff that we are gonna say in this pocket so we don't get, hopefully, anything wrong. She's going to be our research assistant over here on the show. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yes, shout out to our research assistant. I'm Maggie Cornejo. I'm a senior here at Elon. I'm a student coordinator at El Centro. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm majoring in strategic communications in Spanish. And yes, yeah, super excited for everyone to be listening to the podcast. All right. So how do we want to start this new podcast? We started off with a couple hot topics, mm-hmm. maybe. Couple, mm-hmm. couple little things circulating. Have y'all seen anything circulating in the news? A little hot topic. This is a little hot topic for all our Rosalia fans. But um, how do you guys feel about her? Hmm. Do you listen well, to her? I mean, I you, love her music. She's like, great music. I love her music. Mm-hmm. But the con- I don't know if y'all saw the comments that she said. What were what were those comments that she said? The comments. Um. She was asked because she kind of identified herself as Latina, and so she was asked about it, 
And she basically was saying that she feels like she can identify in that way and that, like, barriers don't really exist in music. And so she feels like it's okay, I guess. Um, Which is interesting because she's not Latina at all. She's Spanish. And when you try to pass yourself off as a Latina, I think that's super interesting because it's, like, literally what happened with, like... Right. Conquistadors. <laughs> right. No. And like, I don't know. So I personally am Spanish. I'm Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I identify as Hispanic. I don't identify as Latino. My parents, my dad is from Spain. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, you might, I grew up around a lot of Latino kids and I had a lot of like Latino influences in the things that I say and the things that I do, but I wouldn't consider myself Latino. I might just be Hispanic with a little Latino quality, a couple little, you know, Mm -hmm. but I, yeah, (laughs) I think that identifying yourself as Latino or Latina or Latinx Mm -hmm. when you're not is controversial, especially being Spanish. Uh, How do y'all feel about it? How do you feel about it, Maggie? Yeah, she was um, saying that barriers don't exist in music genres, which I think is interesting too. But I think that she has a lot of power in her Spanish identity for right. her audience and embracing that identity. So I don't think that it makes sense for her to kind of conform to the another culture that, you know. And and just to Spanish. say, I mean, if you're Spanish, say you're Spanish. Right. You're yeah. not Latina. Like, just be it. proud like, of be being proud. Spanish. Like, if I'm, Sp- I'm Spanish, I'm going to say that shit. I'm going to say it probably every yeah. day. All day, you know? Yeah. No, and the thing is, is that, like, she was, like, got a lot of attention and was kind of called, like, the new queen of reggaeton. And I feel like, obviously, that's a slap to, like, a slap to the face um, to many, like, reggaeton, like, um, female singers already. Like, um, we have so many who have been in this genre before, and the fact that they're not getting all this attention, so then Osalia comes in and takes on this role and identity and claims it as herself. Like, she can just be a Spanish reggaeton singer, you know right, what I mean? Like, you, don't, right. you don't have to say that you're Latina to do it. And I feel like the fact that she kind of wants to take on this identity is, like, super interesting, especially with the way she presents herself on, like, social media. Just, like, right. what about being a Latina is, is is exciting for you? Like, why do you want to claim that so hard? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't speak for her on that. and. <laughs> A lot. I feel like there's just a lot of issues right now surrounding stuff like that. Like, just in music in general. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all want to go into this, but did y'all look at the Spotify playlist, the Hispanic Heritage Month Spotify playlist? Oh yeah. With Wiz Khalifa on one of the oh, covers. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell mm-hmm. y'all happen. right now, Wiz Khalifa is not Hispanic. <laughs> he is not Latinx. No. And he is not supposed to be on that playlist. They no. have DJ Khaled on there they have all these people they have songs that they have the baby they have rockstar <laughs> really? on there you want to no listen way. to rockstar go ahead go to our hispanic heritage month <laughs> no. like to our hispanic heritage month playlist no. that is such a slap in the like that's such and a slap in the face curated playlist and they're like not actually featuring creators that need to be featured during that right month. right Could give, better spotify give me one give me give me a couple new artists that i haven't heard of in yeah. there give no, me a couple not artists. bad bunnies not bad bunnies. no no, because it's like a trend right now to like be all about Latin culture and have all these mm-hmm. like Latin singers trying to like do remixes and like being in songs. Like there was like this huge wave after Bad Bunny of like people doing remixes with like 
any like any type of line. I, I mean, Despacito. If you think about right. Despacito, like Despacito was a Spanish a Latin song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Bieber came on there, which does, just that's a whole other thing. Because <laughs> oh. he oh, didn't wow. even know the lyrics. Yeah, like <laughs> people, people try to like take the Latinx type of like cloak, and then they're like they just mess it up. I feel like <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, going back to Rosalia, um, and identifying as Latinx, Latina, Hispanic, how do you guys feel about those terms? La- Which do you prefer? Latinx, Hispanic, Latina, Latino? hmm I mean. Yeah, I-, I mean, since Latinx is non-gender conforming, I think it's really important to use, and it hasn't, it's more, people are starting to use it more. But there's also a lot of people who don't accept it. Um, but I think that it's the term that's inclusive as many people as possible. So we should go towards using that I in mean, our everyday lives. Yeah, what, what, what is the... Let's define the Latinx for the people out there that don't know it. Because I know that when I came to Elon, like, I had no clue what Latinx was. I, mm-hmm. I came in the first meeting, they're like, Latinx initiatives. I'm like, who's Latinx? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Merriam-Webster recently added latinx the dictionary and they uh, mary webster defines it as a person of latin american origin or descent used as a gender neutral or non-binary alternative to latino or latina and does that include people of like a different rate like does that how inclusive is that like is it inclusive to just people of a fair skin like not afro latinos not asian latinos mm-hmm. You know who does that does it say in there or is it just no that's the only that's all they say so and I don't interesting yeah is it and all I don't think or not I don't think it would say I feel like that's obviously determined by culture mm-hmm. and how we perceive it but yeah I've heard some pushback against using Latinx because I've heard some people say it's anti-black anti-indigenous um, and some pushback in general from people in Latin America using it because that's not a word. Like, having that X at the end is not a word that you say in Spanish. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's it's difficult right. to say. Yeah. And so they wouldn't necessarily use that word. I mean, how, how I mean, I'm not Latino. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how, if someone would come up to y'all and ask y'all, like, what would you want to be called? Latina, Latinx, Latino? How, <laughs> how would y'all want to identify? I mean, I personally don't like using Latina. I just, I think it has some connotation to the word and I just don't like identifying with it. Um, but I wouldn't mind if people referred to me as like, when referring to a group saying Latinx, but I choose to use my ethnicity to identify. So I'll say that I identify as Salvadoran always. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the easiest instead of just grouping me into like a whole you know group yeah 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 i agree i'd rather identify as mexican-american than identify as like the all-encompassing term but it's just different for everyone so mm-hmm. yeah i also identify with my ethnicity i'm colombian but i like again i wouldn't mind people calling me latina latinx um it's just something that i haven't heard that much because of uh, I haven't like I've been in the US for almost a year now only so I've never really like been um, called Latina Latinx uh, so I do prefer 
uh, Colombian. Mm-hmm. Right, like what you said too is Latinx is not a Latino thing or Latina thing. It's not. It didn't come from Latin America. It came no. from the United States. Because if it came from Latin America, it'd be Latinx instead of Latinx. Because X is barely, not a word in, yeah. in, in Spanish. I feel like let's do a brief history of these terms. Right. Because it did start out, you know, we can take it all the way back to los indígenas, que uh-huh. estaban ahí los aztecas, los mayas, los incas. Uh-huh. Esa, esos eran los primeros indígenas. Uh-huh. And then it went into, you know, the Hispanics, or the Spanish conquered. And I think it went from Native American to Hispanic, then from Hispanic to Latino. No. And then from the, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> then go, go. No, I mean... I don't, Hispanic is relatively new, actually. That was coined by Nixon. Right. Um, in the U.S. But the term Latin America came from a French colonist um, when he, when the Spanish conquered um, Latin America, and he used the term Latin America, and then from then, from there, like, the term Latino came. Um, and he referred to it as Latin America because they spoke Spanish there because of the Spanish conquistadors, and so it was a part of the Latin languages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then now we have Latinos, which is used, and then that evolved with again Nixon during like seventies, eighties, and he just said Hispanic to encompass everyone and anyone who can speak Spanish, um, including those from Spain. Um, and then there's also pushback against that because again it was imposed on Latin Americans. It's not. It's it wasn't necessarily a term that we called ourselves. And so then following there following that like era, we went back to using Latino. And then now we have Latinx. Right, but what like you said, it's it, it la, Hispanic wasn't a term that Latinos called themselves. Mm-hmm. But Latinos never like I've never gone to a Latin country and been like, Hello, I am Hispanic. <laughs> like I no, you go, Hello, I'm from Spain. Uh-huh. Hello, I have family from XYZ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's mainly why a lot of people don't really like the term Latin, uh, Latino, Latina, or Latinx when they're uh, being referred to themselves. Because you, I feel like that's also like, um, like Latin America is such a vibrant uh, place and like Mm -hmm. all these different countries with very different cultures as well. Um, and now like grouping them all together kind of feels like blurring the lines yeah. and just erasing a little bit of your culture mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. So I yeah. do feel like that is a little problematic. Exactly. See, yeah. this goes back to Rosalia, barriers do exist, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you're right. Yeah. I feel like we identify with our ethnicities a lot to try to connect with people and, and show like the differences within our cultures as well instead of just being instead of just like pretending that we all fit under this one umbrella term and we all I like go through the same experiences and identify the same you know like what's super important is, is knowing that like brief like oh you're Colombian like oh my gosh and then boom you have that like mm-hmm. connection yeah. you know yeah I think that's why so many people decide to um, identify by their specific origin because they're proud of their specific country's history and values and culture too mm-hmm. I think that Latin Americans need to come up with a word for themselves because we have okay. never really we've never come up with a word you know everything's been imposed on us we need something else I don't know what that word would be right but 
we should come up with a word. Where would your come like? Where would it come from? Where do y'all what? Y'all you don't have any ideas where you no. where you want to see it? No. It'd be like. I have no idea. That's a really hard question. Yeah, because also I've heard some people wanting to use the term like native and identify as native and I think that can be a little problematic because they are still indigenous tribes currently and I feel like if we were to say that that's like co-opting their their culture at the same time and it's like yeah we're super mixed with like Spanish African and indigenous but we don't know and we can't just say okay yeah you know we're like native no it just needs a a new new word yeah I yeah because I've seen people being like well just call me indígena Mm-hmm. And I mean, like you said, how much of that? Like, I don't want to like test how much, how indigenous you are, but like, you know, like <laughs> there yet. has been a lot of changing, and you know, um, yeah, I agree that, that we need a new word, but I think that also just shows why so many people decide to identify by their country, yeah, and not by this word, Latino, Latinx. Yeah. Yeah, and I know um, I was reading this article also about how some people in Latin America refuse to say Latin X because they feel like it's not a pressing priority for them right now. They're like, we still lack basic necessities and basic rights, and for us using that term right now isn't isn't a concern, which I feel like could also, it it just kind of also shows their privilege in a way. Like, yes, they are suffering, but at the same time, a majority of them don't think like that because of the machista culture that exists. And for people to feel like it's not really a problem, that means that they don't have to think about it on a daily basis. Like they feel represented in, in using their own pronouns, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've, I also feel like people, I've heard of like, instead of saying like, ellos or ellas, was it like, ellas with the E? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard yeah, I've heard many different terms like okay, so not Latinx. So okay, so what about Latinu? Latini, Latino, <laughs> like Latinu and I heard Latinu as a Latin, right? Uh-huh. And then the U is for unity. So Latinu is for everybody, everybody unidos. And I honestly like that a lot more than Latin X. Oh like Latin X, I'm like, ooh. X, who you trying to X Latin mean Latino? <laughs> like you trying to X that part of you? Like it's not it's not a great time way to end a word on an X, you yeah. know? Especially on a word that is supposed to define who you are and where you come from, where your family comes from. And I think I don't know, Latinu I like a lot better. I don't mm-hmm. know how y'all feel about I mean, now that you say the Unidos part, that's kinda cute. But also I just <laughs> think we need to move away from Latin, just just erasing that part. I don't, I don't agree with that. <laughs> um, I, w- I was also like gonna say that uh, the Spanish language is very, very uh, gendered, yeah. gendered mm-hmm. and that can also like create a lot of problems for a yeah. lot of people. For example, like I when I talk to my friends when we're talking about a non-binary person, we really struggle trying to keep up, like trying to not misgender them Mm -hmm. and we end up always like just transitioning into English completely for the while that we're talking about that person and then transitioning back to Spanish right because Spanish is literally I is and O's on everything but they yeah 
computadora, mm -hmm. like microphone, no, it's not botellex, <laughs> microphone X. Yeah, so do you feel like, because Spanish is a super like gendered language, so do you feel like we need to change our entire language and to include these like ickies like in every word? Because I mean like Spanish is also not the only gender, like there are so many gender languages out there mm -hmm. that also exist, but like. I mean, most languages that come from Latin mm -hmm. are very gendered in themselves. Right. So that would be taking French. I don't know about, or not not French, I'm saying Italian. I don't oh. really know about French, but I know Italian, Portuguese, mm -hmm. Spanish. Korean. Those are very gendered um, languages. And I think that, but you could also make the argument in there that just saying like Latinx I almost want to say Latinu, like yeah, just because it's right? Raw for okay, so our sounds... new word is Latinu. Right, so the new word is Latinu. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so you can't. In the meantime, it's an interim word. Right, so and so, but we'll what that is now. doing is is making like a little corner of like this is where I can identify in a such a gendered language. Mm -hmm. This is where I get my my identity from. Like this is where I can express my not female and male identity you know that's where i can this is the one corner that's the one place that i have is that when i introduce myself i can say it and have it not be gendered i understand yeah. that and having it be latinu latinx latini yeah i know people are using the pronoun ella mm -hmm. now too um as a gender neutral pronoun in spanish and i heard about how like spanish some spanish teachers have offered that as an option to their students so i think that it is evolving but it's just like i hadn't heard that until a couple weeks ago so yeah and i mean like i feel like our languages our language is always changing it's always constantly updating we're always adding new words especially words um from the english language and i feel like you can make a case right there about like anglicanizing like spanish already but it's like at the end of the day we want to be inclusive and that's what matters most, mm -hmm. you know? Agreed. Yeah, because I've heard a lot, a lot of pushback to people even using, like, la Latino people using Latinx. They're like, that's offensive to me. I don't I don't really want that. I don't want somebody to call me Latinx. Mm -hmm. I want somebody to call me Latino. Yeah. I want somebody to call me Latina. Like, what do you, what do you feel about, like, is it somebody that just doesn't want to, like, change with the times? Or is it somebody who just wants to stay with the language that they have? Um, I think it goes back to people's history too, because mm -hmm. like our parents' generation is less likely to accept it because yeah. of the way they grow, grew up and like the link, how they learned the language um, and the values that their families taught them. So I know I've just heard some people's parents have been, you know, not about the word Latinx. So I think it just depends on your background too. Yeah, and I feel like if people are super adamant about like not using that word, I'm just like, well, that's super interesting. Like, mm -hmm. right. what, like why don't you? You know, like, why does yeah. it bother you that much? Yeah, you know? it's really interesting to hear why not because it's just hard for me to even think about or answer why not. Too. Right, and you could just easily tie it back into like machismoism and like all of that. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, it is a very, it's a very hard time that we live in right now. I think that a lot of things are changing for people. And I think that change for a lot of people is very scary. And I think that what I've heard is changing the language to somebody. Because I feel like the Spanish language to Latinos and Latinas and Latinus and Latinexes 
<laughs> is very it's a it's a place of pride for a lot of people. Yeah, it's a place of of connection to to you, your ancestors who spoke it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can under I can understand that people would be hesitant to wanting to change that, but like you guys were saying, change is gonna happen. Yeah, regardless, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's either you're willing to accept the change or you're not. And normally the change right now is not really helping the people who, who, I don't know how to say this. Who what? Who normally have the power in these certain situations, the change is going against them. Mm-hmm. And those type of people it is going to, that, that, so then they're gonna be even more resistant to change and the change is gonna happen even slower yeah. than is already happening. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, I also feel like a lot of people don't really like it, as like Gary was saying. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people don't like it, or at least I feel like sometimes people just hide behind the reason. A lot of people. Okay, so let me explain myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a lot of people do feel this way, but I feel like this is also a very big way to just like hide behind a reason, and that reason is like people are feeling kind of colonized a second time yeah yeah by the english language yeah but then again if you're talking about latinx and latin you uh that's only just one word i understand if like anglicismos for example uh-huh. uh a lot of people are very mad about that and for example imagine you're gonna every single young person is gonna talk to you in a mix of yeah. It's gonna be Spanglish. It is mm-hmm. gonna be it. And the older people don't like it. They don't they mm-hmm. feel like they're being colonized once more. Um and I understand that, but I I again times are changing. There are people who are being underrepresented and just changing the pronouns of a word, I don't think that's colonizing that much. It's mm-hmm. just more of like hey, we need to also include this um, population in our language. I mean, yeah, but you can definitely see where the colonizer argument comes from because it comes from the United States. If mm-hmm. it came from Latin America, it'd be yeah. completely different. I don't know, but like like Valentina was saying, we have already so many English words that exist in like Spanish. And like Spanglish right. is a language of its own already. Right. But also we have like lonche. Parquear. You know, those are right. words that we use that are originally from Spanish. Like, those are words that came from English and were transformed. So do you think that that argument of just it's being colonized is just a term of, like, a, a new way to saying no? Like, a new way to just pushing the argument back? Yeah, I think it is a, a, a little bit because it's like, first of all, it's just the term Latin X. You know what I mean? And that's how we identify within the United States or how other people perceive us. And, like, you can identify differently but if people refer to you as latinx i don't understand why there's such a pushback yeah because just like using the right pronouns and names can create such a positive impact for people who have felt overlooked and you know not proud of their identity because they haven't been called the right names right i mean yeah and this is a conversation that's going to have to continue to happen like what we were talking about language is going to continue to change and we want to hear from y'all too, back at home. Like, what do y'all think about this? Right. Which you know? language do they prefer? Right. What? Where do y'all? What? Yeah. What? What language do you prefer to speak? Um, with pronouns, like when, when you're talking with people who who go who, who don't have pronoun, like who 
who have non-binary pronouns. Yeah, have non-binary pronouns. Like, do you like Valentina? Do you switch languages? Do you right. stay in? Do you yeah. stay in Spanish? Um, yeah. And also, how does everyone identify themselves? Do you use Latinx? Do you use Latino, Latina? Do you use Hispanic? I know some. Yeah, I mean, we were looking at. I uh, we put a little thing on our on our social media, mm-hmm. which little plug shout out <laughs> our instagram is el central elon uh hit us up we're yes. gonna have different polls there for the podcast and things that are going on and we and so yeah when i put out a pod like a little forum for people to answer and they were like well it just it, it represents inclusivity latinx it re- represents inclusivity it's not it might not be how some people fully identify themselves mm-hmm. they might still identify themselves as latina latina Latino, but Latino. they see it as a point of inclusivity to other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to point out um, Latinx is only used apparently in the US. Yeah. It is gaining a little more uh, traction in other countries. Uh, I've seen people in Colombia um, and Medellin I heard yeah I heard that people there when in protesting they had signs that had Latinx on it and it and so it's definitely branching out and it's definitely I feel like getting to Latin America but I definitely think that it's going to be a lot harder to implement there yeah for sure it is it is but I've also uh, I was talking to my friend today and um, I I don't remember why I said Latinx we were talking about something and she told me like, "What is that? Why? Mm-hmm. What are you? What are you saying?" And I'm like, "Oh, right. Listen, this is a gender-neutral term." And I thought she, she's very um, into uh, the U.S. culture, and she's very connected to it. Uh, but then again, this information hadn't gotten to her yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so mean, it is, yeah. it is gaining traction, but slowly. Yeah. 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 And I feel like it's something that is just going to continue continue to change throughout i feel like our language is going to continue to change even in in english and yeah in the way that we we accept other people with our language and our ability to be conscientious of others um individuality really Mm -hmm. um yeah our generation is the people that can change this yeah it's up to you all right what are we gen gen z Z? like mix of gen z Slash millennials. I identify as a '90s child. I almost don't want to be a millennial. (laughs) Millennials get hated, bro. Like we. You're not a millennial. Gen Z and millennials both do, but come on, you're got the power here. Okay. You were born what? 2000. 2000. It's crazy. Right. (laughs) All right, and with that. We're gonna end the podcast. This is the end of it, of today's episode. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, we're gonna put a little team on. What do you think the new word should be? Yeah. Right. Should we throw like Gabby was saying? Should we throw the word out and just yes. make a new word? I feel like I mean we'll post it to everybody better follow DM like all our pictures, um, you know. But yeah, let us know what word. If you have a word in mind, which one should we change it to? Because I'm down. <laughs> what word? Like yeah. So hit us up on Instagram. We also have Facebook, but I don't know how many of y'all will use Facebook. But it is also <laughs> El Centro Elon. If you respond, we'll shout you out, and maybe you'll be a guest on our next show. Right, because we are having guests on this show, so yep. be tuned, stay tuned for that as well. Yes. But yes, please. thank you for joining us this week. Um, we want to give a huge shout out to everybody who helped make this podcast possible today. 
um, Valentina, Gabi, Maggie. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for speaking. Thank y'all for putting y'all two cents yeah. in. And shout out to our advisor, Danny Pino. Hey. Yes. And you know our girl, Silvia. Silvia shout out, Silvia. Silvia Munoz. Um, and thank you to the Creed and everybody who is uh, able to make this possible. Um, so, yeah, we'll catch y'all next week, next episode podcast. And, yeah, stay safe out here, y'all.